Okay, the light's on. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jeremy Hobbs, and uh, we're about to get ready to do our next Love One Another um, podcast. Uh, the first one was received real well. I want to thank um, one of the um, people on here. As a matter of fact, I want to read a letter from her. I thought it was very, very sweet. Um, uh, see. Good morning, Jeremy. The new podcast is awesome. I was within comments as I was watching, then it cut off due to an error. First, I always want to come to y'all's events, but I have no transportation. When people find out where I want to ride to, I'm told no, so maybe I can hitch a ride with someone in the group. Second, things you talked about was head on. I've always considered myself a Christian. I do not believe in going to church and stopped visiting other churches due to being dissatisfied and disappointed. Since the day I was born, I'm a work in progress. And God has never given up on me, though there have been times I thought he had. I also believe that the Bible contradicts itself. As you say, man wrote the Bible, not God. Um, in case the uh, someone who is can let me ride with him to next event, please give me a call. God bless you and keep those podcasts coming. I look forward to the next one. Love you, April. April. Thank you, April. I greatly appreciate your uh, your letter to me today. Everything else means a lot to hear these things. Um, what you said about churches and all, uh, that's real important because um, churches have a great deal of the issues that we face every day uh, as far as the problems. Well, let's just say that. They've got some problems, okay? They, um, they become so... I don't even know how to explain them, really, because you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. You don't have to go to church to be loved by God. Um, church is a place where you can go and have a community, um, build build a build a community, and build a life of other people with like-minded ideas and stuff of like that nature. But my problems with churches today are the fact that so many today, uh, like uh Chakalaka Community uh, Foundation Church over in um, Alabama. Now, this church is is used by a um, a mental health uh, rehab uh, facility. One of the people just recently talked to me about what they endured while they were there, and forced to listen to this mess. Um, they said, "You know, you don't have to. You know, nobody's forcing anybody to go to church, but yet they're forced to have to go to church." And they have to sit there with this preacher with a gun on the hip talking about lesbians, gays, transgenders, and how they're all going to hell. That the problem with us today, um, you know, it, it just it, it baffles me that we still have this issue today going on in churches. And, you know, there's a lot of people that want to agree with it because they don't know any better. You know, they don't think really for themselves they've been told what to believe what to think what to what to uh do all their lives by people in church you know church leadership is supposed to guide you on a spiritual journey to better yourself and to help you uh reach that spiritual plateau that you want to get to not sit there and lecture you on 
you shouldn't be doing this with lesbians or gays or um, you shouldn't uh, you should associate yourself with these other people. You know, I, I still the main goal of this whole new podcast is to reach out and show the hypocrisy of religion. And I'll say it again, as I said in the first episode, the Bible is a man-made book. To hold on to it as the word of God is just insane. That's the problem with all these people out there today. They want to read this Bible over and over and over and over again. It's a wonderful book. I went to Calvary Christian School for eight years and got graded on the Bible, so I know it well. But we're not here to talk about the Bible. We're here to talk about the main principles, the main things. The only direct descendant of God who came to earth and spoke was Jesus Christ. And he told each and every one of us what we should do. You know, uh, of all throughout the Bible, you know, he, he fed the masses. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. He um, walked on water. He helped the fishermen get bounty, bountiful uh, 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 catch. All he ever did was help people, love people. So I cannot for the life of me figure out why the Christians of today have totally ignored everything Jesus said and choose to go back to whatever. Well, I know why. Because it's easier to look down upon somebody. Uh, you want to you use the Bible as a book of condemnation, not a book of uh, love, or not a book of uh, spiritual self-enhancements, uh, spiritual things that you should be doing for yourself. Not using it as a book to point out the uh, the flaws in every person that exists. You know, man wrote the book. The book was written for one reason and one reason alone, order. It was written to so people would stop, you know, would A, give to the churches, B, uh, commit, their, uh, commit themselves to uh, the Christianity religion, I mean, you know, our own Christianity, I mean, good Lord, look what all we did back in the day as far as um, deaths, killings, murders. We, we, we waged a holy war upon people. No difference to what the Ottomans did. I mean, they wanted to get their uh, stuff all around to everybody. Beheading people left and right. I mean, my God, folks. This is not what Jesus Christ talked about at all, ever, ever in his time did he ever say any of these things. And these books that you hold on to and everything else, they've been translated over and over and over again. Homosexuality didn't even come up in the Bibles in the 1960s. Before that, it was something to do with uh, pedophilia. And, you know, they always want to refer to gay people as pedophiles. We're not pedophiles. I don't think about kids. Nor does most of anybody else I know. Now, yeah, there's bad bad seeds in every group, but there's a lot more heterosexual pedophiles than there are gay ones. But you don't ever bring that up. You want to bring up all the, the smut and just filth and utter lies to make your point sound better. You lie to demonize. You lie to say people are harming children, which we're not doing. But you want to continue that, that, that rhetoric 
going. And now it's getting to where all these all these damn uh, conservative, extreme conservatives want to go out there and do all this mess and pass laws to say that you can't perform drag in public. You know, we've been doing drag in public since, uh, I know, well before Shakespeare because women were not allowed to be in plays. And the fact that you continue to spew hate towards these people, making them, demonizing them, demonizing them, saying that they're demons and imps and all this other stuff. There's one lawmaker in Florida that said that. He's a Democrat. You know, I know it's easy to hate. I know. And you would think it'd be easier to love, wouldn't you? But it's not. It's easier to hate because you don't want to do the work to love somebody which is so easy just to not worry about what they do, who they are, but see if for a fellow human being, a fellow person in front of you, and instead of just being open with them and loving them and you know supporting them and listening to them, you want to criticize them. You want to put them down. You want to tell them that they're wrong. You want to tell them they don't belong. They should not be in the house of the Lord. Uh, all these things, you know, Jesus never turned one person away ever in his entire time on earth. But yet you find some religious freedoms bill saying that you can turn people away because they're gay. How do you even come up with that? How do you, how do you wrap your head around that situation when it's a dope? It's nothing but a damn lie. There's no religious freedoms saying that you have to push people away because they're different from you. When did Jesus ever say that? Not once. Oh, but the Deuteronomy, you know, no, I'm not, I don't want to hear all that crap. Your man-made crap needs to stay where it's at, in a book. Not a book of laws, not a book of God, book of man wrote saying it's a Bible about God. It's a beautiful book. But at the same time, though, it's got so many horrible things that have taken place throughout it. You've got books in the Bible that were not written until 100 years later. And when I say 100 years later, I'm talking about it's been passed down from one person telling a story to another person telling a story to another person telling a story to them actually writing it or, or on and on and on. And you, you, you forget the scientific uh, experiment where we start in a room with full people round circle. You start, you say one thing and you pass it around the room. By the time it gets back to you, guess what? It's completely changed. So, but you don't think that can happen with the Bible, especially back in those days, do you? I mean, your mentality to not understand or not grasp the reality of what you're trying to do is, is just insane. You really need to check yourselves. You really need to stop thinking about what other people are doing wrong and really start looking at what you're doing wrong. Judging them. He used that sin, cast the first stone. And, he, you know, they wanted to stone the, the woman, called her a whore and everything else. And she's the one who took him in when nobody else would. Fed him, bathed him, and took care of him when no one else would. But yet, everybody wants to throw out the whores, but yet nobody cares about who messes around with them on the side. It's just whenever it's time for public knowledge, oh, yeah, the, down the whores, down the whores. When all of them are whores themselves. You know, I get that all the time. I mean, I, I visit Grinder. 
I, I have a healthy sex life. But I get people that sit there, I can't believe you're on Grinder. You're just a disgrace to the city. Blah, 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 blah. You're on it too. Hardcock looking for or something that's their street name. I mean, it just kills me that the hypocrisy of people. It's just, just so hypocritical. Oh my God. It just, I, I want to slap the shit out of some people sometimes. That's how bad it makes me feel. Like, wake the fuck up, people. What is wrong with you? Where are you getting your information? Why do you listen to these preachers that preach hate? They don't care about these people. They only want to make, they only want to sit there and cast judgment. And you call that a church of love. They sit there and they demonize people that are sitting right there in the pews, knowing they're there. They say things like, you know, I, I remember a friend of mine, Juanita, you know, she had HIV. And they totally turned on her because she had HIV. Because she was, her husband gave her HIV, but they looked at her like she was the problem. We have made it so unbearable for people to live their truth in this world. Live your truth in everything you do, folks, because if you don't, it's going to have repercussions, it's going to have consequences, and it's going to hurt others. The African-American community has been so gung-ho on nobody being gay, having as many people we can get to have babies and everything else so we can do whatever. And then your kids want to tell you, hey, I'm not straight, I'm gay. Oh, they're going to go to hell. They're you know, so tied in with the black churches, which are just down, fire, down, down, down. They preach a lot of hate themselves. They preach a lot of... retribution, basically. And they've had to endure so much. It's no wonder why they have these messages. I mean, instead of them being able to focus on their own lives and live their lives of love and peace and happiness, they're too busy having to be worried about being attacked by others, by white people, by white cops, just by white folks in general because they always look down upon them. This whole new era that we're having to deal with right now is just retaliation from them. It's like, we're not going down without a fight. You're not going to outnumber us. So let's make sure that abortion is 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 illegal now so we can make everybody have babies. Let me ask you this. So all these people that you're forcing, these places, your six-week uh, places, are you going to be there for the mother and help her with services, help her with food stamps, help her with TANF, help her with any of those things whenever she's needing them? Because you're forcing the situation upon them? No, you're not. Of course you're not. You're going to make them turn, down, turn them down, left and right, uh, and all this other stuff, and refer them to someplace else to go. But no, you want them to have the children, then you better damn well take care of them. If you want someone to have a kid against their will, then you should pay the bill. I guess that, that would guarantee you a lot less of these... Uh, six-week cut-off abortion thing. I don't understand this nation. I don't understand what's going on in the world because I see so much animosity and hate. People keep talking about civil war and everything else, but folks, we don't need a civil war. What we need is love. We can rise above to every occasion in our lives, in our lives, and make sure that we Include others. 
we're not going to be, we can't be selfish. I think only of ourselves or only of our, our race or only of our sex. We have to believe that we're all equal. I know that. We're all created equal. And you know, I, I talked about this in my first episode. You know, people want to down black people. Look how they act. Look how their look how their education level is. They're so way behind. Wonder why that is. I can tell you why it is in Africa, because they're, I mean, good Lord, look, it's still commonly warmongering um, drug lords and everything else and all these warlords that continuously kill people. They degrade women. They rape women. They kill women. They kill men. They kill their kids. When they go in there all the time, find dozens of people murdered, slashed. They're still living in the back of the times. There's parts of it that aren't. There's a lot of people that are. They'll never get that quality education to actually excel and become more because they're not allowed to. They don't have that freedom to. They don't have anything there except uh, totalitarian government. And it's not even a government. They're not even recognized. There's always one group taking over another group or outdoing the other group. Why? What is the purpose of all this? So you can feel superior and destroy people and kill people? I mean, the devil is alive, folks. The devil is alive all over the world. They've got their own issues to deal with over there. But here we have our issues to deal with. And we continuously hold back people. We discriminate against folks uh, for public housing, um, um, all kinds of things. We uh, discriminate against people because we there's discrimination against white people. Absolutely, there's discrimination against white people. I mean, you didn't think it was going to work. You didn't think it was always going to be one way, did you? No, the hell, there's a lot of discrimination against uh, white people. There's a lot of organizations out there, or um, even city or uh, government government agencies, uh, like health departments or whatever, that are all black run. And they're not going to give anybody that's white a chance to succeed with any grant dollars or anything like that. Because of hate. We're going to let you succeed. We don't want you to succeed because you're white. If you're black, they give you the money. I've seen it first. Like no Alexa, shut up. <laughs> we have a lot of work still to be done, folks. And as far as uh, undoing all the stuff that's going on in churches. So when you go to church today and you sit down in that pulpit, I want you to remember some things. Remember, God said, love one another as I have loved you. And his whole life teachings, everything he did from beginning to end, exemplified love for one another. Not, not in disrespect, not demonization, not condemnation, not sitting. I mean, he had the power to send him out to hell if he wanted to, but he didn't do it, did he? Not one. He loved everyone. He lifted up everyone. And he told people that only one person will judge us. And that is the God the Father. But yet you still just ignore all that. Go to the Bible, look up all these things, and so, so you can make a fiery sermon about gays or uh, uh, adulterers or 
uh, drug users. And these people are hurting out there, left and right. There's a lot of people on drugs right now, more than has ever been in history. And you're you're concerned. Instead of loving them, that's what you want to do. You want to put them in a program. And now, what I can't say, I can't understand. Remember, when I was talking at the very beginning about the guy who went to Chakalaka Community Foundation Church. These people have to pay $940 a month for this one uh, house about the size of mine. Oh, uh, no basement. And they fit about 20 to 30 men in there, bunks, and charge them $940 a month. Then on top of that, the state gives them funds for each person to be there. So how are you helping these people? And then sending them to a right-wing religious freak uh, sermons whose own niece is lesbian. He talks down about her to everybody. He's not preaching love. He's preaching nothing but intolerance and hate. Because he don't like it. He's an Alabama, Alabama red, red-wing Republican. With his gun on his side in the church. It's sad that we continue to have this issue throughout religion and on in our country. Uh, that religion is so misconstrued, so bizarrely lied about and accepted and, and even voted upon with laws that have no precipice for religious beliefs. The right to turn someone away because they're gay or not do a service for someone because they're gay is now your religious belief freedom. Bullshit. It's just your way to say you can hate for free. It's a way for you to discriminate for free using religion as the word. You know something? All these churches out there that get it all... Um, you know, involved in elections and talk about these things, everyone needs to start paying their taxes. Every one of these people out there that, that talk about, you need to vote for this person, you need to vote for that person, they need to start paying taxes. Every damn one of them. If you are not doing, I mean, it's clearly in the guidelines that you do not do those things. That's how you keep your uh, nonprofit status and tax exemptions status. But they don't do that. Nobody checks them. And if they do, nothing comes of it. It's all bullshit. We need to end church's tax-free status. We really do. I mean, because churches become so politically involved. In fact, the laws are being created because of, of the churches or the religious beliefs. Why are they still tax-exempt? I don't believe they need to be tax-exempt any longer. Believe me, they make plenty of money preaching hellfire and brimstone. There's a lot of churches out there that don't do that. Though. They do the right things. They teach, they teach love and acceptance and try to bring people together. But still, you know, they get caught up in the in the personal things, whatever's going on in the communities and stuff like that. It's hard not to do because you're a person in that community and you're constantly ridiculed or whatever. You know, I'm ridiculed all the damn time. I could care less. I tell each and every one of them, where have you been? Where, I haven't seen you do one damn thing, but yet you want to bitch about what I do. They love to bitch about everything because they don't want to do anything themselves. 
So I think it's very about time that we all put a break on the religious aspect as far as what we hear and what we allow ourselves to be told by faith ministers or uh, even elected officials. They shouldn't even be getting involved in religion. We have a separation of church and state. That's what we were founded upon when we came here. We didn't want to be part of people of the church. We don't want to be subjects of the church. And then you come over here and now you want to be subjects of the church. Everything contradicts itself one way or another. Everything it does. The only thing that doesn't contradict itself is Jesus Christ's teachings. What he told us, what, to, what he told us to do while he was here. Everything he did was bringing love to one another. Yeah, you can call, I hear y'all call out all these damn Democrat liberals wanting to give away everything, wanting to do this, wanting to do that, wanting to uh, give more to Social Security and you know, help out the poor and old. Jesus Christ was the biggest liberal person of all time as far as what he did while he was here on earth. He turned the loaves and the malt, he turned the, the fish and that made the two or three baskets what he had, it made him multiply. Everybody had food. Everybody had drink. No one was left out. Everybody was healed. They came to him. He could get to them. Hell, even rose a couple people from the dead, Lazarus. He was held up, but he had to get there. You know, he said, go there. He will be fine. And lo and behold, he was. Not to mention, he gave his own life for all of us. As they mocked him below when he was hanging on the cross, what did he say? You're going to hell? You're all going to hell? You are. You don't know what you're doing to me. You don't know who I am. No, he said, forgive them. Well, they know not what they do. Even his own crucifixion, he forgave the people for what they did. And you still choose to preach hate. You still choose to condemn others. You still choose to judge one another so you can feel better about yourself. That's not the way. That's not the way of life. That's not the way of Christianity. Anybody who says anything different, I don't really care. You believe what you want to, but you're not teaching Christianity. You're teaching loathing and hatred and vindiction and everything else that you have felt somewhere in your life, somehow has affected you somewhere that day or that week or whatever, you want to preach about it. Now, what kills me is most of the preachers that preach down against homosexuality are the ones that are all on grinder found out later. Why do you preach against something that you are yourself? You hate yourself that much? No, you don't. You love yourself. You're not there condemning yourself. You're condemning others for what you do. You're a hypocrite. But you know, the one true thing that I have that I know will be a beautiful day is whenever they go to meet their maker. And hear exactly what they did wrong. Because they don't see, they can't see it, they won't see it because they're a people of God. 
No, you're not. You can say that all you want to, but you're not a servant of God. You're a servant of yourself. You're a servant of man. You're a servant of man's words, trying to say it's God's. Jesus sent his only begotten son on earth to teach us the ways. He, he came down here for a reason because people had it all wrong. Now they're stoning women, killing people because of uh, being, uh, you know, because of adultery or whatever. It's not what God intended. Man did that because they wanted to do those things. You think God ever said to do those things? No. Yeah, you do, of course. Yeah, because your preacher told you to. But told you to. But he didn't. Those are all books of the Bible written by man. Some of them hundreds of years later, some of them even longer. And they are the word of God. No, they're not. They're man's words. And it's time we stop believing that, that they are the word of God. The only words of God that you need to focus on in the Bible are the ones that are in red from Jesus Christ. That, my friends, is the word of God. Anything else? It's just fodder. It's just choke. It's just filler. We'll put it that way. Filler. I know you want to say, oh, he's just saying all that because he can erase all the things he's done wrong with being a homosexual. No, not. Because Jesus never once said anything about homosexuality, not once. I had made it somewhere in the Bible right there. You know, I, could, I went to a church here in Columbus. And I wanted to be a member there because my dad went there. I want to spend time with my father. And you know what the preacher told me? He said, you can visit. You can always be a visitor, but you can't be a member. Because I was still gay. I didn't want to give up my life for what they thought I should do. They turned me away. They didn't turn me away. They just told me I wasn't good enough to be a member of their church. Wow. <sighs> This is going to have a field day one of these days with this book that, you know, the book of life or whatever, whatever people do in and open up. And I hope you think today about my words because you're probably not even listening to me. A lot of you faith ministers. Oh, he's just a damn hypocrite. He's a liar. He's a, he's a devil spawn. No, I'm not. I'm a child of God. And like I said, I have been given this message to preach, to tell people and make, make people aware, wake people up that you are following the devil. Not God, not Jesus Christ, but the devil. And if you go to a church that preaches condemnation and hate from the pulpit, or preaches indifference, and preaches you know, discriminatory acts, tells you you shouldn't do this for these people, you should do it for those. That's discrimination. If you hear anything like that, you need to get up and leave. That's not the house of the Lord. Don't sit there and second guess it or try to work with it. You're not going to change that preacher. He's already banking, banking on what he's doing. And you need to start listening to the words that are being spoken, not just sitting there and dozing off half the time or whatever. Because we've all got family members who are those people, but they are talking about you really want your family members to be condemned like that because Jesus never would not once he loved everyone he lifted up everyone and he saved 
everyone, not just some. Even the people that crucified him. So, as you go forth this Sunday, I hope you all remember the main thing of this whole program. And that is simple. Love one another. And be happy. If you hear the, the word being distraught or whatever, if you have questions, you can always call me. Uh, 706-580-6239. And you can talk to me. I mean, we'll all have, you know, we all, well, we got questions. You know, I've got questions still too today. At the same time, though, I know how to live my life, how to treat others. And that's what we need to start focusing on. That's how we can change this, this whole climate of hate that we feel right now. You know, Elon Musk had a thing up today that says, make more babies. Because for the first time in a long time, we're hitting record lows of reproduction. I think it's wonderful. I think it's fantastic. Because why? We're not putting such a damn impact upon this earth. Our earth is wearing out. We're just destroying it left and right. Oh, there's all that horse fucking talk about climate change. If you don't believe climate change is real, then you're an idiot. Just an idiot. You know you're an idiot because you don't read anything. You don't care to know anything. And it's like I told people yesterday. Your job here on Earth is to do everything you can every day. Be productive members of society. While loving one another and, and treating each other with respect and kindness, we do more. Now, all you people that are sitting there, oh, it's, it's time for the Lord to come. I'm going to get my stuff ready. Build me a bunker. I'm going to sit here and wait. Here it is. You know, God created the world in seven days. Seven days, they say. That's another book of the Bible, you know. But whatever he did do, you think he's going to sit back and let you just be lazy? Non- not, no, not even growing in mentality or anything else, spiritual growth, just stuck in your love, your hateful, resentful ways. You think that's what he wants you to do? Wait for him. He's coming for you. You've been waiting a long damn time, buddy. Because human history is nowhere near being done. We're about to undo, uh, we're about to start so many new achievements and everything else. But the problem is, while we cannot boost on to the next level, is because we've been in this recidivism of continuously doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. And well, however it may be, but in a similar way, but different. And then erasing it, erasing history. You know, I read the other day where DeSantis just took the African American studies, uh, race theory, and all that stuff out of the books. We don't need to study all that. No, we don't need to study the truth of why these people were oppressed or why they were in this or why they have been held back for so long. No, we don't need to study that, do we, DeSantis? It's, it's all good. It's all good. Everything's good, right? No, you're a white, supremacist, Nazi-looking motherfucker. Anybody that votes for this man, you're voting for another Hitler. He wants to ban books. He wants to ban education. 
all forms of education. He thinks if we don't talk about it, it'll go away, right? No, we're not going away. We're born every day. Nothing someone said, nothing someone read, nothing someone did, nothing we watched made us gay. We are already gay. You're an idiot for thinking any other way. It's already been proven scientifically that we're born gay or bi or whatever we are. The fact that you continuously try to make it out to be a fault or a decision means you're just a, you're a filthy being who has no reason to be in power, no right to be in power. And the people that lift you up and support you, they're all going to pay for it just as much as you are. You're supporting anarchy. You're supporting hatred. You're supporting a dictator. Far worse than Trump probably ever could have been. He's a person with vendettas. If you oppose me, this is what I'm going to put all these sanctions on you. I'm going to mess up your board and fuck you up. Talking about Disney, the number one employer in Florida. And he wants to mess with them because they demonstrated that they didn't think it was a very good idea to take the word gay out of the classroom. How dare you? Oh, we're not going to say gay no more. No, no more gay in the classroom. Fuck you, you piece of shit. I'm a reverend. I can say these things, too. Like I said, this is not all about religious, but it's also about calling out the hypocrisy. He calls himself, oh, people, I love listening to people talk about Trump or him or whatever. About, oh, what a great religious man he is. They ain't religious bone in their bodies. Not one. One thing they do is do for show. And to get their hatred message into law. That makes them feel real big. Tennessee governor, same way. Like I said, judges are overturning it. So thank God for those judges that make the sound decisions to realize it is not in their best interest or, or it will, it will not make them better off. It makes them worse off. To not have gender-affirming care or to be able to say trans or be able to talk about gender, gender identity. You don't want them to know who they are so they'll be ignorant and just go through life dumb. That's how it was all these other years. And it worked out great for you until we finally started talking about it, seeing it, and understanding who we are. We had a reference to look by and say, oh, this fits me. Okay, that's who I am. You don't want that. You want people to be ignorant like you. Because you only believe there's one way, right? We have a lot of work to do, folks, today. I mean, I'm going to uh, end our programs here, but gave you a lot to think about at home. And I hope that everyone out there will remember my words. And um, I hope you get up today. I hope there are several people that will get up out of the pulpits and walk out of those churches that are preaching this hatred and demonization because they're not worth your time. They're not, they're not teaching you anything that you need to know. They're just teaching you their doctrine of hate and using the Bible to, to do it. Remember my words, folks. God's words are in the Bible, and they come through one person, Jesus Christ, not anybody else. None. So, to all of you, I hope you all have a wonderful Sunday. Uh, happy birthday, Natasha. And um, we'll see you again soon. I'll see you tomorrow.
And uh, like I said, we're trying to get, uh, if you want to be a guest host on here and talk with me and everything, uh, that'd be great. I would love to have some extra people. So if you would like to, at the very end, uh, be sure you um, send me an email, send me a message, uh, text me if you want to be on here. Because uh, if you, even if you don't agree with what I say, I don't have a problem with you being on here. Uh, we'd love to talk with you. And hopefully we'll, maybe we can enlighten one another. You all have a wonderful day. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, love all one another. Always. Thank <laughs> you.